What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Midwest Tines Hunt Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Tolls. To my left is Colton Walson. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Just <clears throat> hanging out. I guess uh, guys can't hear, but Lexi is sitting in on the podcast. Say hi to the people. You can just wave. Perfect. <laughs> She's the beer bitch. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Don't give me that look. All right, so we kind of started a new little, I don't know, topic or little segment. I don't know what we want to call it. Yeah, but little close, close gear series. Yeah, series. I like that. But I fucked up, made the bonehead move, and I thought I recorded the podcast last week. Yeah, a little 2.0 tonight. Didn't, yep. So we're going to redo it for you guys. It'll come out. It might even come out better. Who knows? Coop's not here. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding, Coop. I love you, buddy. Wish you could have made it. He's busy. He's working right now. Shockingly, he ain't worked in like six months. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking, Coop. I love you, buddy. We'll miss you. But, oh, shit. She wants unmuted. I brought Sika, too. Well, you can, yeah, whatever. But, you know what? The podcast goes on, right? It does. The BNC show. <laughs> <laughs> with a special guest. Yeah. With, with an L in there. Limited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pretty much what we're trying to do, guys, we are pretty much going to do a gear review, and we're pretty much starting this little series off with Sitka. And to be more specific, we're going to do the Whitetail series, their full lineup. And pretty much what we want you to get out of this is – what would be most beneficial to the guy who's never bought any, doesn't own any, wants to, but also doesn't know what he wants, what to get, and doesn't want to spend a shit ton of money? Is that accurate? Yeah. <clears throat> Basically, the person just wanting to get into it, they know that you know they want to have quality gear for their lifetime. And what's they've got a sick is great. They have a really wide lineup, but it can also be almost too much just looking at everything it it can definitely be overwhelming yeah if you ask me and so you you can layer it down maybe maybe a guy wants to you know hey i've got a certain budget and i want to hunt as much as i can what's the most versatile pieces for to get the best bang for your buck exactly i mean like we said overwhelming for sure because like if i just click on it go into it real quick i don't even have to but i already know go down here go to pursuit let's just click whitetail and, dude, the amount of shit on here is inc is crazy. From the amount of pants to jackets to base layers, vests, like, and none of it's cheap. I'll be honest. No, but it's not cheaply made. <clears throat> exactly. And it's like, the way I also look at it is like, you get guys who talk so much shit on it. And it's like, okay, do you want to keep burning through new pants new jacket new this every year and just try to get by or buy buy once cry once pretty much right yeah exactly because in what i truly i always say this gear to me and there's been a couple instances this year it's it, every, every year it does it gets me out in the stand longer where or any sort of hunting longer where if I wouldn't have had it, I couldn't have been Yep. some of my best hunts. I could not have been where, where guys were with us. They weren't wearing it. They were wearing other stuff, yep. good, good stuff, but just they weren't geared properly and they had to go back to the truck. And, and it's also one of those things you're going to get that one hard ass <clears throat> and he's like, Oh, well I don't get cold. I can, I can tough it out. Okay. That's great. Even if you do sit for what the duration of the hunt, whatever it may be, yeah. it's like, you're fighting it the entire time. You're you're cold. And then if it does come down to that actual moment of bending the limbs back or what even 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 shooting ducks, like just pulling the gun up. Like if yep. if you're cold, it just gives you that that much more room for messing up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're freezing cold for eight hours and that buck stands up Ooh. comes out at the end in the last shooting light. Good luck pulling your bow back. Oh my god! Like I, I've been there, like where it is freezing, and like not, not. I can't say I've been there in the situation where it is like drop dead temps, and I got a shooter walking in, and I'm mm -hmm. trying to draw. But there has been times where, like, when I wasn't wearing Sitka, and I'm in the stand, and I'm like, 
thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, even if a deer walks in that I want to shoot, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to bend the limbs back. One, because I'm so fucking cold. And two, because I have so many layers on, like, I don't feel like mobile. Yeah. No, mobility is huge. And my thing kind of with this series too, another, another thing that, you know, one of our goals so I went out, bought a bunch of Sitka stuff. I think it's great. You know, sl- slowly added up, added up. And now I think I'm four or five years into having, you know, with the, of experience with this brand. There's a lot I don't wear because there's a lot of overlap where I've kind of, kind of basically bought what I thought I needed Yep. and didn't really ask, didn't know to look It's just, Hey, this is, I think this is, would work great. Yep. And there's, I wish I would have spent money in different ways yeah no 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 i know exactly what you mean and like that's a thing like we don't want the guy who's like well i think i need this 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 and this like we pretty much want to give you like you said the best bang for your buck like what can you get by without and what you definitely need yes and this is this can also be geared for people that hunt multiple things because this whole list we're going for the best bang for your buck that doesn't stop at one species no it, it really doesn't now don't get me wrong I would not take, like, for example, I would not take the fanatic fucking bibs <laughs> to the damn mountains of Colorado no. in September or no. Arizona. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you would probably sweat your dick off. You would. But it's, you're not just limited. Like, if, if you buy the whitetail stuff, it you can wear it on a waterfowl hunt. No, 100%. No one says you cannot. Mm-hmm. You can wear the waterfowl stuff on a deer hunt. Yep. And that's a lot, a lot of times that's most of my layering base and mid layers are, I don't, are all waterfowl just because I found good things that overlap on everything. And like, also, if you look at it that way, like I know you kind of started getting into it this past year, like ground blinds. Yes. Most of the times your ground blinds are brushed in, you know, they're mm-hmm. not, they're not just sitting out in a wide open cut field. Like they got shit around it. You're hiding it in a sense. It's, pretty much what you do for duck hunting, right? Like you want to blend in with what you got around you on the damn ground. Yep. So I don't know. It's, it's versatile. So it's not just, just because you buy white toe doesn't mean that's only you can use it for. No, it is. You could switch it up, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. So where, where do you think we should start? Mm. I think we should do it to where, since we're doing this series, white tail, let's start up whitetail in september and we'll try and work out a system for your whole year okay what is i'm gonna ask you this what is the very first thing you're putting on the very first thing you're thinking of when it comes to this stuff and like layering you know what i mean so where do you start i start i'm a big base layer guy okay and so i go lightweight merino um top and bottom base layer i guess i should pull up a price I'm on the podcast tonight, bitches. Fucking send it. Snapchat that. Tag the Midwest Times of Hunt podcast. What is it? Oh my! I I don't even run. I, I don't even run the Instagram, let alone the Snapchat. Who's gonna run the Snapchat? The second phone. Trap phone. Who thinks it is a good idea for Lexi? To run the Midwest Hines Hunt podcast Snapchat. First, Bill. That's why the mat's there. That's what it's for. Okay, back to what we were saying. You said base layers. You're starting yep. with Merino. Yep. I'm looking at, and they're freaking on. So, damn, that is a deal. Yeah, They. this is another thing. You know, you, they run sales all the time. So. Yeah, and, and you always hear those guys who are like, well, if you don't have the discount, quote unquote, and when people say the discount, they're pretty much talking about the program, mm-hmm. the pro program where pretty much shit is for outfitters. Yeah, it's I wouldn't say it's cut in half, but it's it's damn near cut in half. It's pretty close. Yeah. But right now I'm looking at the Merino core lightweight bottom, which is originally 139 bucks and they're on sale right now for 69.50. Then you got the heavyweight bottoms that are 79.50. Which looking at that, is there that big of a difference between the lightweight and the heavyweight? 
so the difference between the merino <clears throat> and then the Sika synthetic, I've it's I would say are these different? No, they're both. So that's just heavyweight and uh, lightweight. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. So, what you were saying. My so bad. with the merino, the benefit to that it's a natural wool, and there's been guys like John Dudley's been out there. He's done a workout, uh, kind of a test with the merino, mm-hmm. and he's he's worked out in top top and bottom lightweight. I believe it was John Dudley. The lightweight top and bottom, he used it for his uh, like workouts, like um, yeah. And then he took them off, hung them up, didn't wash them, and wore them every day until basically they start stinking. And that's a big deal for merinos is they're naturally bacteria resistant, so they don't stink. You don't have to wash them as much for that. Like for if you're wanting something versatile, you know, mountain hunt or what? What would you say the biggest differences between merino and synthetic? Um, I think. It's it's the stent. Yeah. Like, like if I'm gonna be stuck in a tent with somebody for seven days in September in Colorado, they better be wearing merinos. Think so? Yeah. Cause you just they we've done the smell kind of a smell test and on, on hunts. And I guess I don't know, I kinda asked that question. I think I was kinda thinking a little different. Like when I think of like synthetic, like just the words I go to sleeping bags and I always yeah. think of like down versus synthetic mm-hmm. and like the pros and cons there, like is merino and down two completely different things? Yes. Okay. Okay. Then I'm gonna just wash that because like that's the first thing that popped into my head. But but from moisture wicking, and I've always you get you get almost like from the lightweight top and bottoms, the moisture wicking from merino and synthetic on the sicka side is pretty close. Like you won't, I don't notice a difference in so, that. So my question, like about like back to the sleeping bag thing, I guess. Like I know, like with a down sleeping bag, if like let's say you're in the mountains and you fall into a river and you're soaked. Mm-hmm. You, if you hop into a down sleeping bag, that's not going to help you because mm-hmm. all it's going to do is pretty much soak the sleeping bag. Now, if you had a synthetic one, I heard, I think it was John Barclow, sick a dude, and it'll pretty much like heat you out. Like it'll dry you. It'll warm you up hopping mm-hmm. into a synthetic versus a down yeah. So does it work? Like I'm, I'm assuming it's the same thing with like pants too. Like it, like base layers. It uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. And like a sweating aspect, maybe. Yes. You know what I mean? So the merinos. That's the main. That's the main reason you wear the merino lightweights is to get the sweat off your body. Like the marine, the merino core lightweights. You wouldn't think you'd want a merino wool for keeping you cool, right? But that's it'll be fat way better than like a cotton t-shirt. Cotton t-shirts like. They hold water, hold yep. sweat, really fat, easy. So my first layer is always Merino Core lightweights. And when it's 85 degrees or, or warmer here for in like early season bow, yeah. that's all I'm wearing as a top. I'm wearing the Merino, it's a, it's a lightweight hoodie. Are you talking like your September hunts, like early yeah. October, if you know? Yes. And most mm. of us aren't hunting that time unless we have a reason to, yeah. right? But if you do have a reason to, you want to, you don't want to be sweating your goddamn ass off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the most you can control. Yeah, and I and I, I wear that every hunt. So that's kind of what I start because like, whether you're walking to the stand, we've all done it. You've all layered up way too much for the walk in to the stand, and you're really sweaty by the time you God. get to your stand. Un- unzip everything, yep. take off as much as you can, yep. hang it on whatever fucking branch. Whatever you can do. Yeah, but that Merino base layer, a good quality base layer, is going to get that your sweat off and away from your body and keep moving it away. So you're going to dry out a lot quicker. So looking at one, lightweight being 6950, heavyweight being 7950, are you going with the, the heavyweights? I go, I would honestly <clears throat> go with both. What's the cutoff for the lightweight? So I wear the lightweight underneath the heavyweight. Oh, you do both. I I do both just for the fact of getting the sweat away. Okay. Now the heavyweight will still get the sweat away. Right. But there's a lot of times you really, you don't need, you don't need that super heavyweight stuff, but you still want to get that, get that off of you. Now I'm going to ask you this. You're a guy who runs both for the guy <clears throat> who doesn't want to buy both balling on a budget, so to speak. Balling on a budget. I would go heavyweight okay. for sure. Heavyweight for so, sure. Heavyweight for sure is the first thing on the yep. list. Yep, and I would go top and bottom. And the reason I'm a big base layer guy is because I don't like a whole heavyweight lot. on the top. 
Yes, heavyweight okay. top and bottom. And the reason I, with a good, you know, Merino heavyweight, like the Sika Merino heavyweight bottom, top, top, you can get away with a lot less bulk. Yeah. Just by having something really warm on yeah. your on your skin. And I don't know. I, I, I said this in the one that I didn't record. I kind of, for whitetail at least, I got good base layers for the mountains, but mm-hmm. I kind of, I guess, skimp when it comes to base layers for white hilt, mainly because I run two systems. I yep. run the Stratus and the Fanatic, and shit, you could go shirtless under the Fanatics yeah. and you'd be fine. And I just, I was like, do I, kind of like you said, like where you buy so many things and then you're like, uh, I don't really use this or like, you know what I mean? You just, mm-hmm. you, you try to sell it to a buddy or pawn it off, you know, because you, you don't wear it. I kind of just looked at it as like, you know what? The old school long johns yep. the old school insulated leggings i got they will do for mm-hmm. for what i'm running but for the guy who is looking to keep it <clears throat> to one system for the whole thing we're say heavyweight yeah yeah i would go heavyweight so we're looking for the bottom 7950 and i'm writing this down so at the end of this hopefully i have a half-ass idea of a total for the guy who's looking to get into it and then the heavyweight Zip is eighty four fifty, and that one, guys, that one's usually one hundred sixty nine bucks. So I don't know if they're doing a sale or it's just like kind of how we talked before. It's getting to that time where maybe they're bringing in some newer items. Sure, but also like, and that's the thing too. Just because you bought your Sitka in twenty twenty or twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen or whatever the year is, I don't care, and it's now twenty twenty three, does not mean you need to get rid of your old Sitka mm-hmm. and buy the new shit because the old stuff is just as good. No, oh, And like, well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like you talked about like the mountain pant you have and it is a bib system for mm-hmm. you. When you said that the first time I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even know that because they don't offer it no more, yep. but you love them and you rock the shit out of them. Truth yeah. be told. So like, just because you buy something and you've had it for a couple years does not mean you need to get rid of it and upgrade. You pretty much buy it once and you're pretty much good to go if you take care of it. Fair? 100%. Okay. So bottom 79.50, top 84.50. Where, from there, where are we going next? What? So I'm going to go Fanatic hoodie next. Fanatic? Yeah, just like we talked about next, that yep. Fanatic hoodie. As a good mid-layer. I don't even know why I'm trying to search it. Just type the damn thing in. And that's that's a great mid-layer piece, like we were talking about earlier, where going right over the top of your base layers, because, again, trying to minimize bulk but maximize utility. Oh, dude, and it is, it's light. Like, it's thin. Yes. It's not like, guys, it's not like, like throwing on a sweatshirt and going from there like it is super thin shit and it is just as warm as in any hoodie like oh, it, it's like wearing a heavyweight hoodie and it is literally freaking athletic t-shirt thin 100 <clears throat> percent. yeah that material that they got that's a great do all you know i would call it a mid-layer but unless it's brutally cold you're not gonna you're not gonna need something over the top of it not not brutally cold or or windy. How okay, so what time are, so how late are you wearing just your merino base layer with this fanatic hoodie? How far do you think that'll get you on average? Um I think if you put a a windstopper vest on it, that's getting you through October. You're a big vest guy. I am. I, I'm a, you know what? I, I am not a big vest guy, but I know we'll get there. Dude, I rocked the shit out of a vest for Yeah deer season i don't know why it's yeah. just i think it's the nose no sleeves keeps your core up to temp you can talk it's okay what you guys can't hear me you're i'm muted but, so you can't hear me i can hear you okay we can all hear you <clears throat> but uh i would hate for you to have to do this much editing oh wait no i don't have to edit none of this Ah, oh, geez, you did it wrong. It could still hear it in the background. It was like low key. Hey. Hi. 
you, you, you sitting in on the podcast ain't yeah, free. Yeah, I'm kind of zoning out on the conversation. No, 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 no. no. You, you're missing me here. You're missing me here. He's not the beer bitch. He's my beer bitch. I'm your beer bitch. See, you guys, there's a and hierarchy. He's his own beer bitch. You see that? Listen, you he's drop, literally you drop, right you by drop the thousands of dollars on a fucking podcast setup. And look, you don't have to get your own beers. It's a perk. All right, back to it. Back to it. We're definitely going with the Fanatic hoodie. Yeah. Yep. Over the Merino base layer. Yep. <clears throat> Here's a question for you Do you wear the face mask that's seamed into the hood? Uh, no, just because I got a big head and that face mask really pinches on my face. I don't either. And I don't know. I probably do have a big head, but I know what you mean. You got a big head. Thank you. <laughs> um, pretty much, dude. I don't like there being anything on my face mm. when I come to full draw. I agree. And even like we'll get, I know we'll get to it at a certain point, but like we both agree, like net gators are fucking awesome. Yeah. I even hate having a net gator on when I come to full draw because like I just like this here where that string's going to be at, where the release, the arrow, all of it. I don't want nothing like, I, you know what I mean? It's like shooting in the backyard. Like yeah. I want it to feel as normal mm -hmm. to how I practice without all these layers as possible. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with like how warm that shit is, I think you could pretty much get by with that. But I don't know. I say pass on the seamed in face mask. All right, guys. And I'm getting off topic. Like I said, right now there's a sale going on. This fanatic hoodie, you can get it in a few different colors. Looks like you're getting it elevated. They got I like a, that green. That green does look sick. But originally 199 bucks. Right now it's on sale for 159.20. So only saving 40 bucks, but hell, 40 bucks is 40 bucks. That adds up. <clears throat> especially with this website. And I don't mean that in a bad, bad way when I say that, like, I don't know, like it is expensive, but at the end of the day, you're better off buying those two things than jacket after jacket, after hoodie, after this or that, all the cheap shit and just trying to get by with it. Sure. All right. Merino base layer. Yep. Fanatic hoodie. And I'm saying, now this is where you could get get you can make an argument. I like going windstopper vest over the top of it because I feel like it's not that expensive of a add-on, but if you can keep your core windproof, that'll take you you know, that'll at least get you 5 10 more degrees that you can withstand without being on. <clears throat> what vest? Uh, I like the Stratus vest. Okay. That's that's definitely a really warm one. I didn't even know they made a Fanatic vest. Yep, that Fanatic vest is really warm. Oh, I don't doubt it. So you could go... The that, thing would be so thick compared to the Stratus. Yeah, so you. So I've never ran the Fanatic vest, but that might be a good one. I actually... This is where I dip into the waterfowl side. I wear the Dakota vest. And the Dakota vest, it goes with me, I mean, on just about every hunt. Do you think you're good wearing... That stuff in a tree. Yeah, I wear the timber pattern just from how we hunt, and yeah. I think it blends in great. I mean, because the timber stuff is really dark. So, yeah, there's some there's some whites thrown in there too. It's kind of like that. It's that same idea, you mm -hmm. know. Like we we talked on the last one that you guys probably don't know what we're talking about, but pretty much like their pattern. It's pretty much to break up. Like think of it like if you're in a tree, you're gonna have branches behind you. You got the sky. You know, it's all sort of brown, white, green, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But I I think I agree with you. It's it would work just fine. Yeah. And that the Dakota vest right now you can get it for 167 bucks and twenty cents. And then two oh nine is the original price. If you look at the stratus, you're looking at two thirty nine. No discount on that one, it doesn't look like. But so you're going vest. I'm going vest and if for strictly um strictly wide tail, the stratus I do have the stratus vest and it is really nice how quiet it is. So, like, I don't know how true this is. The Stratus vest reminds me a lot of the Dakota vest, just with that really quiet, almost fleece over the top of it. And not to talk shit, it's also a company. They're looking to make money. Yeah. Like, there might be the smallest difference between those two vests, but they list them both. And no, 100%. They, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, and being quiet, it is like, 
when their stuff says that their whitetail stuff says it's quiet, it is very, very quiet. And so that's, I would probably go stratus vest over the top of it. Um, but I, and the reason I run a Dakota vest is just because I like that it's, you know, water resistant. I'm a big fan of the Dakota system as a whole. So, um, jumping forward to the waterfowl series. (laughs) I know it's hard. It is, but I, the reason I like the vest over the top of like the base layer in the fanatic hoodie. Yeah. I feel like that can take you pretty cold. I mean, I'm getting through October wearing it. So I'm looking back at the notes from the one that we didn't record, whatever. And I don't have the Merino base layers on here, but thinking now, do you think, I don't know how I'm trying to say, I'm kind of like backing up, but not trying to, are, damn, how do I say this? Are the base layers 100% necessary? I believe they are, yes. I I think so too. Be just because I'm thinking into late season mm-hmm. and for the guy who's not running the heavier shit. Yeah. Okay. But vest, 100%, or do you think you go with the jacket versus the vest that, for the guy who's not looking to blow? I No, I I think you I think the vest is, if if you can swing it, I would definitely swing it. But optional. Yes, because I try not wear a jacket as least. I mean, you've seen my hunting pictures. Yep. I, I don't wear a jacket unless I absolutely have to. Showing off the guns. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> All right. So if you want the vest, it... What's up? Cut me out. All right. If you want the vest, vest is 239 It's an option. Yes. Like I said, if you got... A little bit extra money, and you want to run something, you can pick up that vest. And like he said, pretty much, guys, what he's getting at is you can pretty much wear that and be comfortable as least amount of layers as possible, and you're good probably up until when. How far do you think you can get by with good base layers, the Fanatic hoodie, and a vest? If it's not real windy, yeah. if it's not real windy, I think it takes you down to freezing. Think so? Down to 32. And dude... Once again, mother nature, mother nature's a bitch. Yes. Yeah. It it the wind yeah. is pretty much what it comes down the to. The wind will kill you. And some days the wind may be horrible, other days maybe not. So, for the guys listening, Stratus vest is an option, two hundred thirty nine bucks. But let's say the guys like, okay, yeah, it'd be nice, but I don't have the cash. I don't want to do yeah. it. What am I putting on top of my fanatic hoodie? I'd pr- I would probably. It's tough. Ooh, that is tough. It's tough because I'm not saying you and I are just rolling around in cash. We're not. Yeah. But we've bought the shit over years and whatnot and saved up money for it and whatnot. But what are you going to? I'm going. So for me. I would go. I would go almost fanatic over Stratus, if if we're going in the re, in my reasoning. This is, did not come up last time. No, it didn't because, but getting to think about it more, I have the Stratus. I have the Stratus jacket and pants, and I just or I just in my last order when I bought some shit for the mountains, I threw in a Stratus jacket just because mm-hmm. I felt like it was what I was missing. And guys, this also comes down. What's up, Mercy Dog? Please don't rip those. Hey, hey, hey. Babe. Hang on, guys. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Back to what I was saying. Uh, guys, this shit, it, it's, it's situational, right? So if, if you're looking at, you guys can't see us, obviously, but me, I'm like 5'11", a buck 65 on a good day. You're a bigger dude than me. Yeah. So you may be able to get by without that jack. Like you said, the vest. You love the vest. I might be the guy to wear like, I have the vest, but I'm cold. I want something that can get me a little further. Yeah, and see, that's why I, I, we're talking about skipping redundancies here. 
and for the guy that's wanting to get the most out bang out of his buck. So I think if you went with the the Stratus vest as an option or just went base layers, fanatic hoodie, that's why I'm going fanatic suit because I think if you I don't I mean we can well we haven't gone over bottoms. No, we're not there yet. Well, no, I, I definitely say I definitely say Stratus bottoms, but for the top, I think you go fanatic jacket. See, I, I'd think of it the opposite way because I feel like my legs get cold before my top half does. That's tough. That, that is, is uh all right. For before we get into the bottoms, we may change this later. I'm gonna put a little mark by it. But yeah, and because my thing is to get you a little bit further. I'm not sure. I'm not sold on how much further the Stratus jacket gets you over what you already have on, other than being fully windproof. Like that is nice, but I'm saying if if I don't have, if I if if I'm only buying limited pieces here, mm -hmm. and I want to stay out, like if it's if I know it's going to be brute, if I know if if I know if it's going to be cold, then I'm going to put on the Fanatic jacket. And maybe, and then if it's, then if it's not, I, cause, cause hear me out. Do you think, do you think in a temperature, a temperature range, you'd be comfortable within the Stratus? Do you think you would be fine just wearing base layer fanatic instead of fanatic jacket rather than layering up all underneath it? Because mm. if we're talking about more being more versatile with this, I think my jacket, the way I always go. With my jackets, I want them warm as possible because I can always take off layers underneath. Yeah, and that's the thing. Nothing says you can't take it off. And I feel like, I wouldn't say like the golden rule, but like rule of thumb, it's a lot easier to take things off than to put them on when you don't have them. Yep. It's better to kind of be over-prepared than under. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I'm I'm trying to get at like with the fanatic jacket you could you could be pretty versatile it is a it's it's probably one of the best warmest jackets i've ever seen so you're saying lose the hoodie just rock the jacket no i'm saying that's what you could do in, in lieu no, of buying the stratus right, right right exactly or you could wear a t-shirt underneath the fanatic like if it's it just depends on what the temperature rating but i think the fanatic could replace the stratus and you would get more days because we're trying to increase people's days hunting agreed I think that would be a good option instead of buying the Stratus because you know my experience with the Stratus. I think it's yep. really great. Yep. I wore it on way too cold of a day. Yeah, that was that was also like the coldest. It was brutal. God, that was like the coldest week in a, a long time. Yeah. All right. So for now, you're going to say Fanatic Jacket. I'm going Fanatic Jacket just because, again, if it's – 30 degrees, real windy. I'll wear a t-shirt underneath the Fanatic, and I think I'd be fine. No perfect answer. No, there's really not. It kind of comes down to your body type. Do you run hot? Do you run cold? Yeah. All that. And, guys, <clears throat> listen, Stratus jacket is 359 Fanatic is 469 yeah. And, it, yes, it's a $110 difference, and that is because the Fanatic is the shit. Dude, you're all time. It is freaking cold. Yep. Put this on. Covers the top half for the most part, oh, right? Hundred percent. Uh, actually, nope. Neck gator. Yeah, your yep. neck. Yep. I don't Which think it's, I don't think it's a necessity. I just think the standard sick of neck gator. It's also like forty five bucks. Yeah. So it, so it's a great. They're not that much. No, they're not that much. Um. Yeah. If it's if it's cold out, I love wearing them. Especially if you're hunting. The right wind, and in most cases, that wind's either, I guess, ideally is hitting you in the side of your face would be like, I don't know, that's a whole other topic I'm not going to say. Most of the time, the wind's either in your face or hitting you in the side of the face or whatever. So, guys who do have the extra money, it's like 45 bucks. So I'm not going to look it up, but it's a net gator. It's awesome. Fanatic net gator, I think is what it's called. I don't know. I think it's 45 bucks. But moving on from tops, let's go to bottom. And this isn't even, I don't even think this is a sick related deal, but what do you wear under your boots? What is your go-to like sock system, I guess? Because I wear, I'm weird. I double up mm -hmm. and I wear like just a, I don't know, normal sock 
what what kind of socks are those, Lexi? Hanes. Hanes socks, I guess. They're just, I don't know what they're made of, if it's just cotton or what, but I wear a pair of socks and then I put on wool socks. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. What do you run? I run midweight merino socks. You go merino on the socks. So my my foot sweat a whole That's bunch. That's a fucking professional right there. So my Jesus. my feet sweat a whole lot because I like rubber boots. So yep. So my feet and I don't know if they can ever make a breathable rubber boots like to have breathable waders, but that would be really nice. Because anytime I wear a rubber boot, my feet always sweat. I don't want to get too deep into this because I want it to be its own probably little episode but what boots do you run i run so i run the their filson extra tough mm-hmm. collabs and i i believe i i'm not sure what the thickness is but i think they're like 800 gram yep but they're i like them because they're the mids height they're not they're not ankle height like the deck boots yep they're not calf height like big lacrosse mm-hmm. they're mid mid boots. that's nice yeah that's also a comfort like comfortability thing too. Yeah, you slip in and out of them really easy. Mm-hmm. If it's real cold, I throw on the Alpha Burleys. Sixteens, sixteens, and they're guys warm socks and the eight hundreds are perfect. Yep. I uh I run the eight hundreds. I thought about picking up a pair of sixteens just because I mean probably just like a lot of guys, I don't like my fucking feet getting cold. I got bitch feet. But no, right now I just run the eight hundreds. Moving on, I don't want to get too far into that because that may come up later on. Looking at the bottom half. Yep. Are you a pants guy or are you a bib guy? So I'm a bib guy because I feel like layering underneath bibs. And Sika's done some really cool things for bigger guys. I'm six foot, six one, two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Two fifty. And so they do a bib pant like you've seen on there that are not the chest high bibs. They're about belly button bibs. And I really like them. And guys, when he says that, like the best way I can kind of make you guys picture what he's trying to say there is think of like your typical, like Carhartt insulated bibs where they're like clear up to your damn chest. Like Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that, man. And that's another thing too. I feel like, or I feel like this website does make a lot of money. There's so many options for pants. Mm-hmm. And why am I on women's? Croaking under pressure right now. <laughs> Jeez. Rookie. Are you cold? Oh my gosh. All right. Here we go. There are, I don't know. Dozens. Two, yeah, two dozens worth of pants on here. Mm-hmm. And now, for the people who aren't scrolling the damn website with me, surfing the web, not all of those are whitetail related, but they get like, here, here's an example. They got the Equinox Midi Pant, whatever that is, Downpour Pant, that's in whitetail, Equinox Pant, Stratus Pant, um... I know they have a mountain pan on here. Apex is just in the big game, but pretty much what I'm saying is there are just so many things and where guys who aren't familiar with the website, mm-hmm. you know how easy it would be to be like, oh, I'm going to pick up the Equinox pant and a pair of downpour pants. Oh, because that's for if it rains. But what they may not know is that rain shit, it's loud. It's not the material that we're talking for, like, the Fanatic or, like, the Stratus. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I feel like bibs, for one, are more comfortable. And two, you got practically two options. The Fanatic and the Stratus. And then, I guess, if we really went further, don't they have something that's, like, super, super warm? I can't remember what it is. The incinerator. That's it. Which, and then the incinerator. But I'm pretty sure the difference that only difference I saw was the incinerator, the incinerator bib mm-hmm. and jacket. That's waterproof as well. Yeah. And I talked to a guy who, before I bought any of the shit, he was a lot more familiar with it than I was. And uh, he pretty much told me, you don't need that incinerator unless you're like hunting the Arctic. It, yeah, that that's like how he put it to me, and 
I, truth be told, I think the fanatic can do just as much as the freaking incinerator. It it can just it doesn't have that water for around here. Yeah, it doesn't have that waterproof. Right, right. And most of the time, if it is cold as shit in December, you're not going to see rain. You're seeing snow. Yeah, and not many guys I feel like hunting a blizzard anyway. Yeah. So that's why we're talking pretty much Stratus and Fanatic. But yeah, I'm a big guy. Yeah. Through and through. Too. More comfortable. I, like, I honestly like, I kind of brought this up in the last one too. And Coop, I don't know if Coop kind of realized what I said or not, but like, dude, with pants, I wear a belt. Sitting mm-hmm. down with a belt on is not the most comfortable thing, especially for eight hours in a freaking tree stand or all day, what, whatever the case yeah. may be. I think. And it's not like the straps on the bibs are big, bulky, loud straps, dude. They're super... They're thin. Yeah, thin. So, back to it. Over your base layers, Mm -hmm. which bib are you going with? I'm going to go this uh, Stratus bib. 100%? I go 100% just because I... They're a windstopper. They're windproof. Yep. And they are insulated. And then over the top of the base layers, I would do something even I like, um, like a good thick jogger. Dude, I'm, I'm with you. Cause, and the reason I say joggers is because they go into boots. Um, I wear rubber boots, so I can shove them in rubber boots a lot easier. So I'm going joggers or something like the um, the gradient pants. Yeah. I think those. The, you the, told me about those. They're like a. They're about the warmest. So they're about the warmest insulation. They're in bibs right now. I don't know if they're not if they're coming out with the redoing the pants or just sticking with the bibs. Right. But the gradient bibs are in pants are some of the warmest mid layer pants you can wear. I don't doubt it. Um, what did I want to say with that? All right, back to the Stratus bibs. They're a shell, right? You brought that up, and I don't know. Kind of explain to them what 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 we mean by that like what what's a shell layer so a shell layer is going to stop wind and kind of put everything together just hold more heat in with you so all your mid layers in the base of the wind's not stealing any of the 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 wind's not pulling pulling off the warmth that your body's and it's your most outer yes. layer and looking at this guy so you got the fanatic bib which is 469 Yes, that is expensive. I agree. And then the Stratus, which is uh, Jesus, I can't talk. Which is three fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Like I said to you before, I kind of skimp on my base layer deal. Mm-hmm. I am not afraid to throw on a pair of sweatpants under my Stratus bibs. Yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, I'm not afraid to do it with my fanatics, and I I do do it with my fanatics, mm-hmm. and. I got no shame in it. No, I think if it's another layer and it's that cold. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I've never mind being bulky on my legs. It's mainly, I try and like, that's why you'll see me a lot of times with really thick bibs on. Yeah. And then I have, you know, like base layer hoodie vest on top. Yeah. Like I would rather, I would rather be thicker on the bottom, more layers. Like you're saying, sweatpants, you know, everything on the bottom than I would up on top. For sure. I mean, it's just, like you said, most of the time you're either sitting and then when it comes to it, you either still sitting if you're in a blind or you're standing. And I feel like if you can keep your bottom half warm, like your feet, and most of the time it comes down to your feet. Yeah. But if you can pretty much do what do what you can do, like I said, like I do, add sweatpants or add a layer of this or that, How if it'll keep you in the stand longer... I mean, that just gives you more of an opportunity to punch that tag. Oh, 100%. In a sense. 100%. Yeah. So we're both in agreement. Stratus bib. Yep. I go Stratus bibs. And guys, that's 359 No, No discount right now. Anything like that. That, does that sum it up? Yeah. Because on, I would say I'm a hat and beanie guy. I, so I wanted to say that to mm. you. What? Yeah, go ahead. Take it. So I'm a beanie guy, um, but just something like something light. I've never I've never been big on big beanies, um, unless it's brutal. We've had a couple brutal hunts that I'm throwing on everything I own. But 
I'm a, I'm a beanie guy, kind of a lightweight, just windproof yeah. beanie guy. And I do have, I, I don't know which one it is. It's, it's a beanie from Sitka and dude, it, I wear it, but I think it's the most goofiest fucking thing. It has like the ear cuffs. The Boreal. No, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's not like a beanie, just a normal, like, uh-huh. let's say a Carhartt beanie, right? It like cups down for like your ears. I don't know. I think it's so fucking goofy. I still wear it just because I bought the damn thing. But for guys who are like, oh, do I need a beanie? No, you don't. Wear a fucking black beanie, a brown beanie, a green beanie, whatever you got laying around. Yeah. Wash it. If if you want to spray it down, great. I don't think there's that much when it comes to a damn beanie. No, I just... Unless it is... Brutal. Yeah. And then, I like you said, they got like Boreal and then like a Fanatic beanie. I know that thing's like a scarf on your head. That type of thing. We Maybe. hunted this year in negative thirty-eight wind chill, Ooh. and d- during that <laughs> oh, sn- during that snowstorm that came through that Arctic blast, birds or deer, birds, and we were we were putting on everything we owned. Were the guns even shooting at that point? Yeah, we never had we never skipped a beat. <sighs> Must have been a Benelli. But we can we can we will talk about that later. Uh, um, <laughs> go ahead. If it ain't Benelli, what is it? What's that? If it isn't a Benelli, then what are you shooting? <sighs> I, I, I've shot an, Ith, I got an Ithaca that I goose hunt with. Mm. And then I, I like Benelli's. That's mainly what I shoot. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I mainly shoot Benelli's, but I've got a couple, couple dark horses that I really, really like. So, um, but, but yeah, so I think glo- like I wear a lot in like for gloves. This is a big one too. You're no glove or no glove. No glove. What's up? I, I know. I, under, I under. really, God damn it. I thought I, I, before we recorded, I tipped a drink and I wasn't, not even drunk. That's why it's elevated. Look at that. We're good. Feels good. Looks good. Ah, shit. Let's just ruin a fucking thousand dollar mixer. Be awesome. Yeah. Fuck it. They're waterproof, right? It's in the description. Check them out. Road. All right. Back to what you said. Gloves, no gloves. No. For me, if I'm definitely a no glove guy. If I was to wear a glove, it's one, mm-hmm. and it's on my left hand, my bow hand. Okay. What about you? I wear two gloves, but I wear I size up like big gloves. Mm-hmm. Where it's I, I should probably should get one of those muffs that you put your hands in. That's it. God, that brings me. I'm not trying to cut you off, but the whole Stratus versus Fanatic jacket. Yeah, dude, that Fanatic has that built in muff. Yeah. Yeah, then you, I think. That thing is the. Yeah. Bees knees. Yeah, because like. I'm, for the I'm, G-rated audience. I'm probably. Like. I have to be doing something in the stand. Yeah. Where I'm always on my phone. Uh, yeah. And stuff. So I wear big gloves. And just insulated gloves I've had forever. Almost like big ski gloves. Even almost. on your shooting hand? Yeah, because I, I run a uh, uh, back tension release. So. I have that sitting on my bow, and I have big gloves on, and I can slip them on, on and off. The reason I get... He's a fucking pro. So that's why I get... Um, if you see me shoot, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not a pro at all. And so, um, yeah, so big gloves so I can get them off easy. No, no. I mean, I get it. I do. I just... I shoot a trigger. Do Yeah, then I wouldn't wear it. And even like this year, like, it was November 11th. It was fucking cold. Yeah. And I didn't have no gloves on nothing. I had on my Fanatic stuff. So I was in the muff the entire time. But when that deer came in, I picked up my bow, you know, long before he was like too close for comfort type of deal. And by the end of it, I'm like, I can't feel my fucking hand right now. Yeah. Like that bow is cold. It's <laughs> windy. My hand is cold. Why buy a carbon bow? Yeah, we'll talk later. We'll put one in your cart and we'll send it my way. <laughs> Seventy pounds, thirty-three axle to axle, twenty-nine inch draw. We'll set it up. There you go. Yeah, but now we got seven minutes. No, Why? The, re- the reason I shot it or I I switched over to it is because I grew up shooting competitive like sporting clays and skeet and trap. Mm-hmm. So I was always taught 
there's no such thing as smooth trigger pull with a shotgun. You you basically swing past the target, and as soon as you cover the target, you yank pull. that trigger as fast as you can. Yep. And so I do the same thing where people call it target panic or whatever. I just, like, for some reason, it doesn't affect me with rifles, but with a bow, it really affected me. Now, I, so I switched over to full back tension mm-hmm. where there is nothing I can hit on that. I, there's nothing I can punch to get that bow to go off. No, you, I have to pull through it. That'd be the only way to fuck it up would to be like, and I would, I'd have to yank my arm back. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like you would intentionally have to like jerk it. Yes. So I, and, I, and I don't know. Send one. So it was set up. I don't know. We measured how much tension my bow has at full draw and we made it two pounds over that. So as soon as I put two pounds of pressure yeah. on that release, then she goes. And I, uh, I think I could shoot one. I don't think I'd have a problem shooting it. I think I do not know enough about those releases to to do that. To like, how much is two pounds? Like you're saying, that's all it takes to go over? Like, I would be like scared shitless. So does it work? You Do you still hold something in with your thumb? So you, you hold it in with the thumb as Get that's to full safety, draw. and then yeah. you let go. At full draw. At draw. So once you're at, once you're locked Lock, back, yep. you let go of the safety. Okay. And then you start pulling through. And as soon as the pins, the pins floating, as soon as the pin starts, you know, when yep. it yeah. floats out of the yes. acceptable yes. circle, yes. I stop pulling back. Yep. And then as soon as it's back in it, I keep pulling back. And then I just keep, every time it comes in, I keep moving it back. And it's a smooth pull. It sounds like I'm blo- I'm blocky with my pull, but it's a smooth pull. I feel like, I feel like, I could do it. I just think it takes some time to get used to it. You oh, know what I mean? It 100 percent did. Because like, I'm sure the first time that thing went off, you were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because like, in like, this is what you're supposed to happen. I I truly I still don't know when that's going off. I have an idea, but like I have like, well, I think that's kind of like the. <sighs> What am I trying to say? It's kind of like the reason behind it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not to punch it. Just, oh, that pin's there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bang. No. Because I got, I was so bad. It's supposed to be surprised. Yeah. So I was so bad. And again, I killed a lot of deer this way. Mm-hmm. But I was so bad. I did this, like, I called it, like, the shotgun shooting. I was almost shooting, like, how people shoot recurves with a compound. I'd get full draw, and I would start below them. And I'd come up through the animal, and, and I was like, Basically, let's say a deer is at 20 yards. Yeah. My 20-yard pin would be, like, at the ground. Mm-hmm. I'd be at full draw, but it'd be pointing at the ground. Right. And then I would swing up through the deer, and as soon as the pin hit her belly, I would yank that trigger. Yeah, and if anything, you want to come down yeah. on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But And so so the momentum of me coming up in that arrow would end, like, four in, about three, four inches above right. the belly right, right. behind the leg. right. right. But like we said in the first podcast I was on, growing up, just until last year or two, like growing up bow hunting, I didn't shoot past 20 yards. Like that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Times have changed. Yep. All right. We're getting off topic. Way off topic. Yeah. But for the guys listening, I'll try to give it to you the best I can. Definitely invest in some good base layers. The heavyweight, top and bottom. Go with the Fanatic hoodie. If you got the money and you want to buy something that is going to be keep you warm, comfortable till the cold, that Stratus vest is an option. But let's say you don't want to do it. You're looking at a Stratus jacket and a Fanatic jacket. If you're a guy who is cold all the time, it does not take much to get you cold, go Fanatic. Yep. It's at the end of the day, it comes down to. Possible less layers you have to wear under it. It's super comfortable. It's super warm. If you're a guy who, I don't know, warm blood, doesn't mind the cold too much, go with the Stratus. It's cheaper. You could even throw a hoodie under it if you think you can do that. And even then, if you do throw just a random ass hoodie under it, it's not like you're going to be super bulky. You could still get by. But I think I'm going to lean with Colton on this one. Go with the Fanatic if you're in between them. Yeah. You can always unzip it. You can always take it off. You can put it back on. And if you ask me, that beats 
being cold with oh, just the Stratus, right? Yeah, I it, hate being like yeah, really cold. Cold sucks. If you can be cold or not be cold, you're gonna go with the not be cold. Yep. So I'm leaning with you. Go fanatic jacket has that built-in muff. It is badass. It has a side zip, which is a little takes some getting used to, but it all makes sense once you deep dive into it. We're not gonna go there. Is a good piece of gear. Fourth, if you're balling on a budget, Stratus bib, and like we said, that's with good base layers, or if you're like me, just run whatever base layer you got at your fucking house. Pair of sweats, Stratus bib, you will pretty much make it through the hunt. And then hat beanie, that type of thing, gloves, if that's you, pick them up. If not, don't fucking worry about it. Looking at that, I'm going to add it up real quick. Yeah, try if to keep, you are gonna go gloves, my favorites are the mountain gloves, dude. Those things are so. I don't have a pair. I want to so buy a warm. pair. I don't have them, but I want them. They're so warm. All right, let's do this real quick. All right, that puts you a little bit over eleven hundred bucks. And what we haven't brought up yet, and I kind of want to get there, are these discounts that are avail available. At certain times of the year, yeah, like the like the spring sale, I would say honest. I know, I know. Hang on, what are you laughing at? Did I say it wrong? Of the, I can't say the word. Leave me alone. How do you say it? What? Uh, available. Yeah, available. Ha ha ha! <clears throat> Fuck off! I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I love you. Bleh. All right, go. But yeah, so like, I know you're not really thinking. Some people aren't Dicks. really thinking about it because they got you know six nine months till, till like deer season again yep springtime when they're running sales you know they're trying to clear out old inventory getting ready for the new stuff they're running like i know like most springtime they run 20 percent off for their like spring sale yep they'll run it you know you can find it on sale that'll help you out too you know 20 percent that'll help you know bring down the cost a lot. for sure and even like this like how some of those items like maybe they are coming out with a new 2023 version Kick rocks. It doesn't fucking matter. 2022, yeah. 2023, 2018, 2019. I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter how old it is. It is still going to get the job done. Yeah. It is sure going to beat, no offense, that piece of shit, Under Armour, old, you know what I mean? Like, gear that you can just pick up at Bass Pro or, what are you looking at me for? Well, yes, you've, you've hunted a whole, like, six to eight days. There's no reason for you to have a full load of Sitka. What I'm pretty much saying is it is a lot better to go with Sitka, you know, something that is proven versus going into your local outdoor shop and picking up what they got hanging on, I don't know, clearance or hanging in the fucking hunting section. That is not trying to knock on these guys. Like, I, yeah. I guess I kind of... Told Under Armour to fuck themselves. Didn't mean that. But, dude. Buying, buying is, quality gear is really Yeah, good. it's it, it's on a different level. Yeah. And there's a lot of other guys, too. Like, I, like, I don't know anything about these guys. Like, I know Kuyu's one. Um, Kuyu, First Light. First Light. Filson's really good. I, I've heard more of First Light than I have Kuyu. And, like, Filson's. Yeah. You can't go wrong with these, but I'm pretty much just doing Sitka because that's what I run. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. I think you're the same, and you run a lot of the other stuff, too. Yeah, I run a lot of Filson gear. I run, you know, over the years, I've got a lot of mix and match, yeah. but the majority is Sitka. So. It's king, if you ask me. Yep. And looking at the guys, yes, I get it. It's 1100 bucks to, quote, unquote, do the bare minimum, but. That'll be with you the rest of your life. If you take care of it. If you take care of it, yes. Yeah, take care of the shit. And yeah, don't get me wrong, a thousand bucks is a lot of money, but dude, you hustle, you do some side jobs, you do this, you save some money, put it to the side. Come time, like with what, nine, ten months before deer season? Like yeah. <clears throat> not not that hard of a thing to do, no. if you ask me. No. But I don't know. Guys, that's kind of what we got for the Sitkoa elevated to whitetail lineup. Um, check them out. 
I don't know. I don't think you can go wrong. No, I don't think you can go wrong. It either. is very easy to spend more money than what you should on that website. Mm-hmm. But for the guy who's never done it, looking to get into it, I feel like that is a, I don't know, decent checklist pretty much to listen to and check out if you are interested in buying some of that shit, right? Sure. No, I think that'd about cover it. Bama, quit bucking with my host. All right, guys. Went a little over on the time, but we got another one to crank out. Um, Right here, it was part one of the Sitka Gear Review, and we did the Elevated 2. Check them out. You can't go wrong with it. What? You shaking your head? Huh? Oh, yeah. All right, Colton, you got anything else to say for this I, one? I don't. I think we covered it, and you know, I just said just buy once, cry once. You heard it here, guys. Buy once. Cry once. All right. Thanks for listening to the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast. We will catch you soon. We'll see you.